You're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners where you learn the business side of running a group practice. I'm your host, Maureen Werbach. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is a practice management and EHR software that helps behavioral health professionals manage their practice with confidence and efficiency. I've been using Therapy Notes in my own group practice for about five or six years now, and they're hands down amazing. They've got a scheduling and to-do list that is so easy to look at, a notes template that is amazing and exactly what you need, billing that has accurate reports that you can use, credit card processing system, a client portal that's constantly being updated, security, and tech support that is amazing. You can call and actually talk to someone right away. If you're looking for an EHR that can give you everything you need to run your group practice smoothly, try Therapy Notes out by going to www.therapynotes.com forward slash the group practice exchange, and you'll get two free months to try them out. In today's episode, I want to talk about increasing your price as a group practice. We're at the beginning of the year, so it's a time when group practices and solo practices alike are thinking about it. It's a time to refresh your business policies and your procedures. I know I've been going through my operations and employee manuals and reviewing them, updating them, putting in new policies, taking out old policies that aren't working for the business and letting them go. Um, but it's also time when we look at our at our rates. So current inflation rates in the U.S. are just over 2% on average um, per the data that I researched. And uh, that's kind of the historic inflation rate um, that's typically just under 3.5%. So that's 2% is what our inflation rate for 2019 has been. But typically in the U.S. historically, it's around 3.5%. Um, commercial rent we know, as we all know, typically goes up between two and four percent a year. I know with my locations, they're around two to two and a half percent that my rent increases each year. Um, and obviously, the services that we use in our group practice they tend to increase as well each year. We look at our EHRs or our phone lines, or our internet, and every once in a while, all of those things um, go up by a little bit because the costs to running those businesses also go up. And so when we don't increase our rates, what ends up happening is we end up making less profits, if you think about it, right? Our, our rent is, goes up, our malpractice insurance might go up a little bit, the services that we're using to run our businesses might go up a little bit each year. And if we're not increasing our rates, that it means that our out-of-pocket um, profits are not as high as they were in the previous year because we haven't increased our rates. So I want to talk a little bit really quickly about how we can increase our rates in ways that don't upset clients because that's obviously something that we're all wanting to be careful of. We want to make sure that we're um, being fair to clients, but we're also being fair to our businesses as well as to the clinicians in our practice because um, clinicians also expect to make more money with time. And so the only way that can happen is, is if our rates are going up. So one of the things that you can do is have a system in place for increasing rates. When clients can anticipate uh, rate increases, it decreases their own frustration. One example is by increasing rates every January 1st. That's what we do. It's a time when things change and um, clients are more likely to accept it 
when it's around the new year because they expect changes to happen around the new year. Benefits tend to reset then, insurances tend to change then. So it's not a huge stretch for practices to change their rates um, at the beginning of the year as well. The second thing that I suggest is having it on paper. Having a rate increase listed in your client paperwork, it's a great way for clients to know what to expect ahead of time, and you can also then refer to it later. An example for this is having in your intake paperwork somewhere stating that increased rates happen every January 1st at an increase of $5 per year. That's how we have it set for my group practice. We like the slow and steady wins the race sort of way. So we um, tend not to have huge increases, but a consistent $5 every year on the 1st of January. And so clients know when to expect it and can anticipate it and they're not surprised by it. Um, the third idea that I have is having consistency in your increases. There's a lot of practices out there that wait years before making their first increase and then they'll increase it by like $20. Uh, and that can be a hard pill to swallow, swallow for many clients who weren't expecting it or who, who are maybe paying as much as they could possibly pay to begin with. Having smaller yearly increases tends to be easier for clients to manage. Typically, people with an increase rate of about $5 a year, which if you look at it at $150 a session, comes out to about 3.5% increase. So just around that historic inflation rate, if you increase by $5 a year, that's about a 3%, 3.5% increase um, per year, which is kind of industry standard. Notify clients, this is my last one, is uh, to notify clients about a month before the rate increase goes into effect. Um, this is just because even if they sign paperwork that says in January it'll increase, it doesn't necessarily mean that they remember that once January hits. So a simple process is having a notice template that you can print out every year, which is what we have. So I don't have to come up with it every single year. And we leave it in the waiting room um, of our offices about a month before the rate increase goes into effect. That way, clients have the ability to read it and know. We also make sure that our clinicians remind clients of that as well. But, you know, the larger you are, the more clinicians you have, the more likely it is that one or another therapist is going to forget. So the best thing to do is to have a notice out or better yet, if you have an EHR that lets you send emails to clients, you can send out a mass email notifying clients of that rate increase. Um, it also is good having it out in the waiting room for clients who might not necessarily come every single week. Um, it might be hard for clinicians to remember, did they tell that client or not? Um, especially if they have a lot of clients on their caseload who come sporadically or not very often. So having a notice out can be really helpful for those clients that are maybe coming in, in inconsistently. So given that, I'd love to hear your feedback on how you've increased your rates and what processes you took, what steps did you take, and how successful was it for your business? Was there any lessons that you learned in your group practice on how not to do it next time? Or did you figure out the perfect way to do an, a rate increase that really was a smooth transition for clients and clinicians alike? I'd love to hear it. Talk to you guys next week. Need a new accountant or bookkeeper? Meet Green Oak Accounting. They're an accounting firm that works specifically with mental health practices, both solo and group. And they do all of your accounting needs from budgeting to accounting to bookkeeping and payroll to building your dashboard. 
And on top of that, they can help you set up your Profit First systems. So if you're thinking of using Profit First or currently use them, go to Green Oak Accounting and check them out. You can check them out at www.greenoakaccounting.com. Mention the Group Practice Exchange and get $100 off your first month. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. We'll see you next time.